My friends, once again, Merry Christmas. What a, what a joy it is, right? This is it. We've been working up to this day. Christmas is here, and we are celebrating the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. And there's a number of points we can reflect upon this evening with regard to our Christmas celebration. The first is that it's interesting, you know, the, the prophecies about the Messiah, right? The Messiah is going to be born. And where is the Messiah going to be born? Bethlehem. The Messiah will be born in Bethlehem. But it's not like Mary and Joseph are like, all right, let's get to Bethlehem, right? We've got to fulfill these prophecies. No, rather, they allow world events, right? It's the world events that kind of lead to the fulfillment of what God has planned. It's that there's a census that we hear about at the beginning of the, re- of the uh, gospel reading that went out from Caesar Augustus for the whole world to get counted, right? We just had a census year. What was it, 2020 was the census year? Um, but we had the census, you know, count up the whole world, right? And how many people are there when Quirinius was the governor of Syria um, and that they, each person was to be enrolled in their own town. So Joseph and Mary went up to, to Bethlehem which then ended up fulfilling the prophecy that the Messiah would be born in Bethlehem. And we too should see that we live very much in a time when world events um, are are seemingly totally in control, right? And that they, they change our plans, they change what we want, and it's like, oh man, if only we could get away from these world events, everything would be just back to normal. It'd be the way that we wanted to, I was, I talked to, well, first of all, you know, we'd have music tonight if, if there weren't a new variant of COVID and so many more people getting quarantined and all these types of things, we'd have music. Okay, that happens, right? I, I was talking to someone else that said like, uh, you know, and I'm sure a number of families have the experience that they have to cancel their holiday gatherings and their Christmas dinners, again, because people are getting sick or people are quarantined or all kinds of things. It could be very easy to say, if world events were different, then I could fulfill God's plan. Then everything would be great. No, God uses these world events, even in the midst of them. Um, and that our, our need is to just very simply and faithfully follow, okay, today, this is, this is what I'm doing today, and then tomorrow, and then the day after. And that if we are open, if we are docile in following God's will, then yes, uh, everything that God has ordained in his divine providence can come to be. We shouldn't look at how would things be different if it was just all back to normal, but rather right now, how am I being called to live holiness? Even in the midst of Christmas looking different than it normally does, how am I being called to live? How is that actually an invitation for a greater holiness. And so, even in the midst of these um, difficult world circumstances and changing things, um, that we, we still um, enter fully into the plan of Almighty God. Also, that the Christmas story is incredibly humble, right? It is so incredibly humble that um, Mary and Joseph, they show up in Bethlehem, and we hear that the you know, always refrain that there's no room for them in the inn, right? There's no, there's no room for... Now, the inn was probably just the one guest room that the town had in those small little towns. 
they probably would have had just like one guest room for any visitors at all. So there's no room for them in that one little guest room. And so God himself, God, is born into creation in a stable, right? In a, probably in one of the caves outside of the, outside of the actual town. And that he's laid in a manger, right? Which is the place where the animals eat. He's laid in a he's wrapped in swaddling clothes. He's laid in a manger. And then who is the Christmas uh, story first announced to? Shepherds, right? Uh, who are very kind of humble uh, workers. They, they, especially if you got night duty as a shepherd, right? You're just out there. And the, that's who the angel of the Lord appears to. To announce this is what has happened, right? This day, as today, a Savior has been born for you. Uh, it's, a new, it's a proclamation of great joy. Today, a Savior is born. And so again, even in the midst of very humble circumstances, that doesn't change Christmas. In fact, it's probably with the good dose of humility added to even our Christmas celebration today um, that we're able to deeper enter into the reality of, of Christmas. We're able to enter deeper into our own poverty, uh, that we, we're providing the best we can but, you know, it'd be nice if we could provide, um, again, I'm just, I'm focusing on the music, right? That if we could provide a nice full orchestra, right? And a, a choir and everything. And then, no, but we enter deeper into the mystery. If, if we say, this is, these are the humble circumstances, but even given these circumstances, we're not going to give up and go home. Or we're not going to get to, like, the cathedral later to listen to their beautiful music. Although, if you want to, you should, because it's going to be beautiful, right? But no, rather, I'm going to give what I have. In particular, I have a terrible voice, right? But Lord, you gave it to me. I'm going to give it back, right? That's your Christmas present, um, right? Okay, great. We're going to, we give everything that we can. And then there's a tremendous joy at Christmas. And now we finally get to meet the person we've been waiting for, right? We've been told as humanity that God is going to come among us, right? We've been told that God's on his way. Uh, and now... At Christmas, we get to meet him, right? There's something that's so awesome about when babies are born that, like, you love this little person as soon as you find out that they're growing in their mother's womb. Like, you love this little person, and you want to take care of them, you want to protect them, but you, you don't get to meet them for nine whole months, right? And that, how, how incredible is it, so many of, uh, well, we, we welcome a new baby in our family today, Colton's first Christmas over there. Right? And I see Luke and Colin and Jose, who we baptized this year, and I'm sure I'm missing others, but that it is like awesome. It's been a joy to meet you, right? What, what a joy to meet you. We prepared for you, and we got a few other preparations on the way happening a little later this year, and we read, we're preparing for you, and we're waiting for you, and we can't wait to meet you. And now that we have, you're better than we've even expected, right? Uh, and that that is a joy. And that that is the joy we should feel with our God. That that's our God, right? Lord, I want to meet you. Lord, Lord, I want, I want to encounter you. You promised that you would come among us. And now what a joy to meet you. What a joy to be with you. Um, that this is the joy that we have at Christmas. Um, to be able to meet our God, right? Face to face. What had formerly been just kind of speculative, God is still personal, we had to be able to see him right now. Now we see this baby, right? The baby is God, right? And when, when you hold the little baby, 
right? Like, that's God, right? Mary holding the baby Jesus and Joseph holding the baby Jesus and anyone else who came who got to hold the baby. Like, you're holding God, right? You are holding God himself. God makes himself little for us. Um, He makes himself um, small so that we're not afraid. How many of us, if we're honest, at some point or another, are afraid of God? I'm afraid. I'm going to stand in judgment before the majesty of God. We're afraid. I don't know God. I don't understand the immensity of God. I'm afraid. Look, no one's afraid of a baby, right? Maybe you're afraid of, you know, dropping a baby. I'm terror. I don't hold babies uh, unless I'm seated. They're handed to me, and I hand them back roughly 15 seconds later because uh, I'm, ter- right? I'm, I'm terrified of breaking this little thing. But it is, no, um, we're not afraid of babies per se. They're ador- they're, they, they attract us by their lovableness. And that's what God wanted to do for us at Christmas, to attract us by his lovableness. God makes himself small, humble, even helpless, you know, humanly speaking, so that we wouldn't be afraid to reach out to him. We wouldn't be afraid of approaching him. This is our God, right? If you at any point in the last year or in your life have felt afraid of God, just do this meditation with the Christ child, right? What's it like to hold the baby Jesus? If you were there that night, right, you were helping them out, you were, you know, the kid tending the stable, what would it be like to hold the baby Jesus? You know, to, to look at the baby, look the baby in the eyes, right? How, how cute and adorable. This is what our God does for us. Then just a final point. In the shepherds, in the message to the shepherd from the angel, um, we hear, um, do not be afraid, I proclaim to you in news of a great joy that will be for who? For Christians, right? Because this is our night. No! I proclaim to you news of great joy for all the people, for everyone. Christmas is for everyone, whether you believe in it or not. This is a news of great joy for every single person. And so, first of all, it's great to spread the Christmas message. It's great when we invite our family and friends to come to Mass with us at Christmas and during the Christmas season. This joy is for everyone, not just an exclusive club, not just the insiders. This news is for everyone. And if this Christmas joy is for everyone, and there's people out there who don't know it, we have to go tell them. We have to tell them that this day a Savior is born for us. What's the reason we celebrate Christmas? Because God himself entered into our creation. That's the reason we celebrate. And so if there's people that don't know the joy, this message is for everyone. And so we invite all people into the Christmas joy. We invite everyone to celebrate this day. And so my friends, this is Christmas. This this is what we've been preparing for. And as we celebrate our Lord um, and his birth today, as we celebrate with Christians throughout the entire world, and as we announce the news of great joy to all people throughout the world, uh, tonight we rejoice because our God has entered into creation. Our Savior is born for us, who is Christ the Lord.